The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Here's what's kicking on today's Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. With only two weeks left in the Fantasy Baseball regular season, we get you ready for this final stretch run. We're talking who's hot, who's cold, MLB playoff race, and the ever-so-popular ads and drops. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. Play ball! Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show presented by Belly Up Fantasy Sports and Righteous Felon Jerky. I'm your host, Vince Stover. I am joined by the ever-so-popular, the ever-so-on-demand senior fantasy baseball writer for BellyUpFantasySports.com, the one and only Kevin Wilson. Hey, Kev. How you doing? Yeah, we're doing good. As I was telling Chase earlier, we had a little cool down around here a couple days, but we're back to 108. So, so I was yeah. watching the, the Brewers-Rangers game today. Max Scherzer, two pitches in, his hat was soaking through uh it was it looked a little warm in your your neck of the woods yeah and they're playing indoors so just imagine what it is outside (laughs) they said last night uh the rangers fans cheered when they announced the indoor temperature uh compared to the outdoor temperature uh but it's warming up everywhere we're gonna be in the upper 90s this week here in kentucky so uh uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting i just had a uh malware threat pop up on my computer that's interesting okay Hopefully it won't happen while we're doing the show here. Yeah. I don't know how to close it, so hopefully it stays out of the way. Okay. Uh, and that's really – that's exciting. Exciting stuff. Uh, okay. So <laughs> back to it. Uh, yes, it's getting hot, it's, but it's heating up in the fantasy baseball world as well because uh, we got two weeks left. This is We end the uh, third to last week today. That's and right. going to two weeks left, and people need to be dialed in right now that's to right. their fantasy baseball leagues. I know fantasy football's right there. I know drafts are starting, all that kind of stuff. Focus, end out your season, Focus. do it well. That's right. That's and right. by the way, if you stink, still finish out the season. Come on, two weeks. Yeah, Come don't, on. don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that yeah. guy that just, well, if you want to not play, that's, that, that's one thing. But don't drop all your players. Don't do that. Right. Because if you do, I'll turn right around and put them right back on your team, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. So the only time I've ever done that, it wasn't even at the end of the season. We were in a league. I was in a league with you, and uh, the commissioner of the league vetoed a trade because the guy that traded me the player, he got his player hurt, and he called the the, the commissioner and said, hey, the, the trade already went through, and my guy just got hurt. Can you can you reverse the trade? And the commissioner reversed it, and I said, hold on now. I said, come on. Uh, the trade was done before the injury happened. The trade was done. You can't reverse the trade. He said, well, it did. And I said, all right, fine. And I started dropping guys and trading guys. And the next thing I know, I was no longer in the league. So. Yeah, <laughs> no love lost. Don't be that guy. Don't be Vince. Okay? Don't do it. <laughs> hey, I was justified. I'll stand by that as long as I live. Hey, we want to welcome in our live viewers watching on the Sports Stove YouTube page and the Belly Up Fantasy Facebook page. And, of course, you're listening later via the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We got so much content coming out right now uh, we do, on the Sports, on the sports Show page. Macro, get over there. 
Yeah, there's a lot happening everywhere. Uh, we've got uh, on on my show, we've got the Sun Show here with the fan baseball. We've got the Wednesday Show, me and Dad are talking football and baseball. We've got the local hour, we're dialed in on the KU football. And uh, and then on Belly Up, just all over Belly Up, Belly Up Sports.com, Belly Up Sports.com, stuff rolling out left and right. Uh, I've got a pending article on the Green Bay Packers 53 man roster projection yeah, uh, that should drop that this out. week. And then the power rankings, MLB power rankings, will come out later this week as well. So lots of things going on. Uh, we'll talk about Kevin's stuff that's here right. at the so, end of the show. You know, just throw my plug in. Fantasy <laughs> Football Live was this morning, and we had yeah. a lot to talk about, a lot to crow about. Because <laughs> uh, both Chase and I had the Zeke and Dalvin Cook scenarios nailed down a couple of weeks ago. And so we crowed about that this morning. So. <laughs> Very good. All right, let's get into our first fantasy baseball segment of the day. It's the fantasy burner. Welcome into the fantasy burner. One quick fantasy topic. And what we're talking about today is who's hot and who's cold. We're getting out of this stretch run. You got to pay attention. These are guys that you're not going to drop, but right. uh, you got to you gotta pay attention because it might be worth picking up somebody else dropping somebody else picking up someone right. that can kind of fill in the void during these cold That's guys right. but also Playing being aware of who's hot matchups Playing yeah the matchups. uh so let's start with who who is hot out there i've got a guy that is uh owned in basically 100 percent of leagues i got another guy who's more in the 80 percentile uh but who do you have right now that you've seen man these this guy's rolling right now okay so i didn't have to search far for guys that are hot because they happen to be on my team. And the first guy, I, I was kind of going back and forth because I thought maybe I'll talk about Bobby Witt of the Kansas City Royals. but And he's hot, by the way. But the player I'm going to go with is Mookie Betts. My Mookie <laughs> Betts. And uh, in case you hadn't noticed, Dodgers have won uh, 13 out of the last 14 games. But a lot of that is because of Mookie Betts. Because look what he did this week. Two for four with an RBI. Three for four, four runs scored. Two for four, he was only one for two, but he hit a home run. One for four, two RBIs. Two for four, two homers, two RBIs. So his fantasy output this week alone was three, seven, one, five, three, twelve. It doesn't get much better than that. And so uh, you look, he's just two points away from hitting 300 on the season. And he's got 34 home runs. And I saw something today talking about that he might be the the just the ultimate diminutive, if that's the word I'm looking for, player and hitting home runs because he's not a big guy. But he has 34 homers on the year, 86 RBIs, 101 runs scored. So I feel extraordinarily confident that he can lead my team to wherever I need it to go and not just that, but he's also outfield, shortstop, second base qualified, so I can play the matchups wherever I need to do it. I'm incredibly jealous. I had determined that if I was picked four or later, Mookie Betts was the guy I was taking. And I was all the way down at pick 10. Uh, at pick seven, Kevin Wilson snagged him in our draft. I was all on Mookie Betts. I wanted him so bad on my team, and I could not get him uh and the whole reason i wanted him was i knew that position eligibility was coming 
and that versatility. And uh, yeah, it's definitely paid off for you at pick seven. Uh, I would say that was, uh, I think that, I think it's, I think it's paid off just fine for you. Right. It has. And uh, he's on my uh, can't drop list. So anytime you have a player on your team, you can't not drop. <laughs> it, it's going to work out well. It's a good thing. Betts was one of my guys that I had listed as well. Uh, I'm going to go with the other guy then, since you stole bets from me. Um, and that's Freddie Peralta, the pitcher for the, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, right. He's about 79% owned right now in ESPN leagues. This guy has been on fire as of late. Strikeouts especially, 11 strikeouts, 6 strikeouts, 13 strikeouts, 7 strikeouts, 13 strikeouts. That's his last five games. ERAs of 1.59, 0, 1.29, 4.50, and 0, and four wins in the last five games. Uh, Freddie Peralta is the number three pitcher in the Milwaukee rotation, and when he's pitching like this, it makes the Brewers incredibly dangerous, as we saw against Texas this week. And uh, Peralta right now, he's he's on uh, very few leagues is he available in right now. And uh, so I felt comfortable enough with putting him on this list. He has been exactly what you want from a guy that you weren't you're drafting in the late uh, 80s, something like that, 90s, somewhere in that range. And uh, at this point, it's paying off for, for people who have him on their team because he's doing exactly what you need starting pitchers to do, especially guys who aren't aces to come in and pitch double-digit strikeouts and get you a win almost every time out, keep that ERA down. Uh, Willie Peralta is on fire right now. Okay. I like that pick a lot. And um, my pick for pitcher, the hottest pitcher, one of the hottest out there, also on Team Wilson. <laughs> and uh, that's a guy that I drafted 54th overall and is now the number two ranked starting pitcher in all of fantasy baseball. And that's Zach Gallen of mm. the Arizona Diamondbacks. And so when you look at what he's done, his last six starts, seven innings, three runs, five hits, six and a third, he kind of got roughed up a little bit, gave up five runs on seven hits. Next start, six run, or six innings, three runs on seven hits. Next start, seven innings, two runs, four hits. Next start, two against San Diego, six innings, no runs on four hits, struck out eight. And then his last start against those same Padres, six and a third innings, one run on three hits. And so his fantasy output, 19, 8, 13, 21, 27, 23. Yeah. And so he is bringing it big time down the stretch. I thought I was going to talk, talk about Spencer Strider, and he's also hot. But uh, I took him earlier in the draft. And so, but number 54 is also a player I cannot drop. So that's major value right there. He's major hot going into the season. And um, we'll see what's happening because he pitches against the Rangers on mm. Tuesday. And uh, your team cooled down the Rangers. So maybe that will, you know, keep him down just a little bit, a couple more days. But that gallon's a guy, it doesn't matter what the matchup is. You've got to put him in your lineup every single start. Yeah, I think he has six straight quality starts, uh, I believe. One of those may not have been a quality start, but I think yeah, it's six straight quality starts uh, on there for Zach Gallon as well. And, uh, you know, those Diamondbacks, we talked about them before the season. We said, these guys are going to be improved. They're going to be better. We didn't see them doing what they did in that first half of the season uh, necessarily. But now they've pulled off. But Zach Gallon, you're right. He's been right there sticking with it, uh, doing his job. And, again, from a fantasy perspective, you really don't care how the team's doing as long as when you're pitching, 
Uh, <laughs> they're they're yeah. winning the game. Yeah. Getting those quality starts fantasy in the fantasy points, 21 fantasy points. She'll take that every exactly. single time. All right, let's go to about who's cold, who's uh, cooling off at this point in the season. Who do you have that's cold? Okay, so the guy that's cold, that's real cold, is uh, those same San Diego Padres that I just mentioned. <laughs> and he's been cold pretty much the entire way. And uh, even though he's ranked fourth, but still, I'm talking about Juan Soto. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe he, uh, you know, decided to pack it in because of the hurricane that was on its way. I don't know. But uh, maybe he was worried about it. But uh, this is what he's done this week. 0 for 2, 2 fantasy points. 1 for 3, 1 fantasy point. 0 for 4, 0 fantasy points. 1 for 4, 2. 1 for 4, 2. 0 for 2, 2 points. So he hasn't given you more than two points in the last week. And this is the same guys I talked about last week who went out and said, hey, we're not hustling. That's a little late in the game for to be saying that. But uh, I don't know if he's hustling or not, but he's just not putting together the production. And uh, I'm certainly glad I don't have Juan Soto that I have to depend upon him when I get to the fantasy playoffs because I just – don't know if you're going to get the production you need from a guy who let's, let's see here. He went third overall. And, um, I was, I flopped third overall that, that about where I targeted him, but it's just not happening. So Juan Soto, cold, cold, cold. <laughs> well, that was what I was going to pick him as well, actually. Uh, so okay. we're thinking on the same page. So I'll throw out another guy. I've got I've got another guy too, but I'll throw out this guy, a guy who started off the season just, I mean, blazing hot. He's still owned in 97% of leagues. Outfielder DH from the Texas Rangers, Adelis Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, he has really just not been it anymore. Lots of negative point runs, yep. uh, occasional outbursts. On base and it hasn't happened. Good. Yeah, it's just not been a pretty thing for uh, Garcia as of late. Um, and that stinks because you're coming to the playoff run. This is a guy who was so good early in the season, and now he's cooling off, and uh, you hate you hate to see that uh, there. So I'll, I'll throw Garcia in there as, as a guy that's cold right now. Who else you got that's cold? Okay, so the guy that I have is cold. I, you know, we could talk about the entire New York Yankees organization <laughs> if we wanted to do that because uh, yeah. they lost again today, even though they scored five runs, which is like a week's worth of runs for them right now. Mm-hmm. But um, the guy that's cold is their ace pitcher, the only pitcher that they have that you can even count on, and that's Garrett Cole. And so uh, he was locked in. He had 22, 24, 27 at one point, and then it dropped off the map against the Chicago White Sox. You cannot have that. <laughs> he had seven fantasy points. Then he pitched against Miami, 15. Uh, okay. Then – Yesterday against the Boston Red Sox, their hated rival, their season is slipping away. And what does he do? Six runs on seven hits and just four innings, negative three fantasy points. You cannot have your ace pitcher giving you seven and 15 and negative three fantasy points. You need 20 or so from him every outing. Because you, you know, he's an ace. Yeah. He's supposed to anchor your entire fantasy rotation because you took him high. 
and he was drafted fourth overall in our league. And for the most part, he was worth it. Sure. Absolutely was worth it. But he's not delivering. So he's one of those guys you might want to check that matchup. Well, if it's Garrett, you got to pitch him. You really do. You do. Yeah, I agree. But you got to expect, you're not going to expect negative three. (laughs) No, negative three is not going to get it for you, especially if it's on like the last day of the scoring period. Right. Or the next to last day, which yesterday was. Yeah. And he got you negative three fantasy points. And you might be in a battle for playoff positioning, might be in a battle to win your, you know, playoff matchup. Yeah. Negative three on a Saturday is not going to cut it. I'm going to stick with the offensive guys here and another Texas Ranger, catcher Jonah Heim, injured for a while, comes back from the injury. Since his return, he's played in five games. He's one for 12, five strikeouts. And this is a guy who was the top catcher in fantasy baseball for most of the season. He's been up there at the very least top three catchers for most of the season. And all of a sudden, and by the way, him and Garcia both owned by the same guy in our league, and they've both gone cold on him, and right. I hate that for him. But uh, nonetheless – about Marcus Simeon as well as being sure. cold. But, yeah, uh, and, and it's interesting to see. And, you know, again, I'm, he was injured, so I'm giving him some time. Surely he's going to find something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's a painful, painful blow for fantasy owners because catcher's not a strong position as far as depth goes. And uh, when he came back from injury, I'm sure fantasy owners were ecstatic, and he's not been helping them out since his return. And he was an all-star. And so – You're right. And probably the only catcher you have on your roster. Yep. Now that he's off the IL, but he's just not giving it to you. Just not giving it. All right. That's our fantasy burner for the day. Let's move on to our second segment called The Call to the Pin. Our call to the pin is presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. If you want the purest jerky in the game, you got to go straight to the source. And Righteous Felon has partnered with the best natural black Angus beef producers in the land to lock up supply and guarantee the best tasting, best textured, and freshest beef jerky on the market. You can get Righteous Felon Jerky online at RighteousFelon.com. Using promo code BELLYUP, you're going to get 15% off your purchase. Now available in all your pilots and flying J's, Righteous Felon uh, Jerky is there also. So you can grab it at the gas station or you can order it online. And again, if you order online, which by the way, it's going to be cheaper, uh, use the code PELLYUP. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. We are in the thick, not only of fantasy baseball uh, playoff races, but actual Major League Baseball playoff races as well. Let's start in the American League. Last week, we spent a lot of time in the National League. So let's go to the American League, and I want to start off in the West. The Rangers just got swept by Milwaukee. They're on a four-game losing streak, yet the Astros are still two and a half games back because they're on a three-game losing streak. And hello, watch out, Seattle Mariners on a six-game winning streak. They're only three games back now from this lead. This American League West division is going to be the funnest race i think to watch to see who wins the division and of course that that wild card race as well it's going to be interesting to see and just uh how far the do the angels fall off as we go down the stretch so that's going to be interesting to see and um i was not prepared for the seattle mariners to come back in the second (laughs) half like they did and um 
like you said, they're three games out. And if you're and they're currently out, a wild card yeah. team. That's right. So, and as we know, last year as the wild card team, they 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 beat Toronto, and then although they got swept by Houston, they played well. So this is a team that I thought coming off that performance would be in this position where they are, but they slumped badly coming out of the gate. And um, Hernandez was a guy that we could have talked about at the top who's hot. And um, I think I read it. He set a major league record for most hits in a period or whatever it was. And let's now listen. We got you. Got to give him love because Teoscar Hernandez is a guy that you have ripped on almost all season, and and not to say that you weren't wrong in doing so, but all I'm saying is, is you're right. We got to give him some props because he and he's had a week or two throughout the season where he'd go on a little bit of a hot streak um, and then cool off again as well. But you're right, Teoscar Hernandez. He's doing what he needs to do right now. And uh, not only him, Julio Rodriguez, who Julio had a Rodriguez. really slow start to the year, all of a sudden he leads the team in batting average. He leads the team in RBIs, leads the team in stolen bases, leads the team in runs, leads the team in slugging percentage, leads the team in OPS, uh, leads the team in hits and doubles. I mean, he finally came through for him uh, when it matters the most. That's right. He has. And um, that's the guy I was talking about that set the record. For most hits. Okay. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, Hernandez, but he's okay. hot too. Yeah. And um. So their entire team is hot. Their pitching is 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 doing well, and so you have to take them very seriously. And um, when you look at uh, let's see, they they've got uh, who do they have next? Um, let's take a look here. Uh, they got Kansas City. Okay, that'll work for her. Yeah. Kansas City. That works, absolutely. And then... Um, that'll do the trick. <laughs> yeah, Angels have the Reds. Astros have the Red Sox. And the Rangers have Arizona. So, advantage Mariners. Yeah. Right there. So... Let's talk about this team real quick, though. Kirby, Castillo, Gilbert are all pitching really solid right now. Um, right. you got, you got a team with pitchers that are just, when we looked at them at the beginning of the year, we said, this team should be really good. Uh, they've right. got a rotation, they've got a bullpen, they've got offense. They seem to have everything. It just took them so long to get going. And I'll be honest with you, if they make the playoffs, I think they're a legit threat. I think this is they a team are. that can, can do damage. They're better than the twins. They um, they're, they're as good I think as the Rays, especially with all the injuries and the Wander Franco stuff going on, uh, they're as good as the Rays. Uh, they're going to have to prove whether or not they're as good as the Astros and the Rangers here in the stretch run. But really, you're looking at the Orioles, the Astros, and the Rangers as who they're competing with. And I mean, why couldn't they compete with those guys with the rotation that they have? Right. And once you get to the playoffs, all you need is three pitchers, really. Maybe a four. <laughs> well, I would argue, yeah, I would argue you need more than three, but 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 you need at least three, <laughs> yeah, good pitchers, yeah, which they have, go. yeah, and uh, you know some teams can sit there and live off of one guy, you know, as they have in the past, but uh, but the rain, the, the Rangers pitching has been solid, and um, so it's going to be interesting to see Astros pitching doesn't seem like they're nearly as solid. 
And so it's going to be real interesting to see how this shakes out coming down the stretch. And uh, seeing as how I'm right there in Texas Ranger land, right, I got a front row seat of what's going on here. And uh, and your Brewers came in there and and uh, took care of them and salvaged their entire road trip because, as yes. you are well aware, my Dodgers took care of them yes. earlier in the week. So yes. good on the I'm going to come back to that. To, yeah, I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Be able to recover like they yeah. did. So, definitely. Now, next week when we're doing this segment, we're going to look at the best rotations built for the playoffs. Uh, we'll look at that next week, and we'll look at these playoff teams and, and potential playoff teams, and we'll rank rotations, uh, who is best prepared for the playoffs based off of rotation. Um, but, yeah, the, the American League has gotten a lot of fun. The yeah. American League East, I tell you, I really felt like, Baltimore wasn't going to be able to hold on to the one spot because of the rotation. But they keep proving me wrong. There's still three games on Tampa. And again, Tampa has been beaten up between injuries. And That's again, right. Wonder Franco, we still have to wait and figure out what's going on there as a whole. Will he return? All that kind of stuff. And we're not going to talk a whole lot about that today. But right. that situation, that if it turns out as bad as it could be. If it, yeah, yeah, if it turns out as bad as it could be, though, that's gonna that's gonna do a lot of damage to that it Tampa is. team. Uh, and Toronto, I, I really thought Toronto would catch up, but they have not been able to do so. They not even get close. Um, so at this point, five it's Baltimore five five run away with. Is not going to do it. Right. And Baltimore seven and three, Boston seven and three, and um, In the last ten. We can, yeah, we can go ahead and Boston's not making the playoffs. Agreed. Yankees not making the playoffs. No, Boston not when, making when, the playoffs. Yeah, when you won't lose, you know, eight straight now. Yeah. And um cancel Christmas. They need to cancel that manager. They need to cancel right. that general manager and 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 move on. They need changes. AL Central's one. Minnesota's got it in the bag. Don't have to worry about anything else. Guardians nope. are not catching up. Tigers, yep. Tigers. Listen, the Tigers have been respectable this year, which is not something we check. They're not going to make the playoffs, and they're not going to no. be close. But they have actually performed in a way that makes you go, "Wow, there might be a future in Detroit right now." Right, and some of their players, I suspect, will be discussed in our next segment. Segment, and um, they're 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 coming around, and um, just unfortunately, you know, they're ten oh. games below five hundred, so. You're not going to steal oh. my ads and drops, too, are you? I mean, come on, and Kevin. There's a, there's a thing possibility that's going to be the case. So. All right, let's go to the National League. I, there's not a lot to talk about right here. It's it's pretty well in the bag. Division leaders go. Um, the Central still is close. Cubs are three games back. Cincinnati Cincinnati gives you these little sparks of, hey, maybe they're going to. No, never mind. They're not. Uh, which I've tried to tell people, but no one will you listen. Um, yeah. But the Cubbies. The Cubbies are actually respectable again as well. Three games back, and they're making a run for a wild card spot as well. Right. Um, I'm are. impressed with what the Cubs are doing. All right, and they have the uh, – in actuality, they've got the best run differential in that whole division. Yeah, and <laughs> they so, have all uh, season, yeah. Yeah, so uh, – because Milwaukee's just plus one. Yeah. And so uh, – and they have to play better at home, Milwaukee I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Milwaukee's problem is consistency. They have not been consistent at all this year. They Listen, they went to the Dodgers, and they got, they got absolutely hammered. They come to Texas, 
they almost blow the first game. Uh, they were up three nothing. They were up three runs right. in the ninth. They and, ended up and, winning nine to eight, and that's fine. The, and, the uh, next two almost, games, though, hit the walk off home run, but it didn't happen. Yeah, the next two games, though, um, they dominated Texas. Big. Yeah, big, and that's yeah. that. That shows you they can be dangerous, but. Can they be dangerous in a seven-game series? Can they be dangerous in a five-game series? Can they be dangerous in a one-game playoff? I mean, you, I don't know. You never know what you're going to get with Milwaukee, um, which is scary it, it for Milwaukee. Be, uh, it would be nice if Corbin Burns – we could talk about a guy who's, who's hot because he went out and, and pitched no runs on two hits against the Dodgers and couldn't win. Lost, lost more than nothing. They wound up losing the game, three runs in the eighth inning, and they lost. Yeah, and so uh, you don't want him to be this season's Jacob Degrom, and it looks right. like that's what's getting ready to happen with him. Where any anything that he does, if he gives up any runs, then all of a sudden the Milwaukee can't win. Yeah, so, it's like the offense goes, "Oh, we can have the day off because Burns is pitching." Well, no. you still got to put runs on the board in yeah, order to get yeah, the win. Helpful, yeah, to, you know, score more than one run, please. Yeah. Let's predict the wild card. Uh, we're going to say Phillies are in. I think we would both Phillies agree with Phillies are that. in. I talked about that way back in the first week of July. And so uh, <clears> so there's again, a – You know, no need to applause. Just throw money. All right. <laughs> there are five teams fighting for the last two spots. The Giants hold a .5 game lead. Cubs are in currently. Uh, then you got the Diamondbacks, the Reds, and the Marlins are all one game back from the Cubs. And I look at those teams, you would think the Diamondbacks make the most sense out of those teams. I think maybe it's Diamondbacks and Cubs. Uh, possibly the Giants fall out before it's all said and done. And I just right. don't think the Reds or Marlins are a team that's going to be there when it's all said and done. So I'll say Phillies, Cubs, and Diamondbacks as my three wild card teams. How do you sit on the, the wild I'm card? I'm surprised that the Giants, as much as I would you know, love for them to get pushed out of the playoff picture, I've, I thought the way they were coming down the stretch, they look like a serious contender that could be you know, difficult in the playoffs. But I think you're right. San Francisco, they're, they're, they're collapsing. And so I think they're out. And Philadelphia, the Cubs – and I didn't think Arizona, after they lost nine in a row, we'd be talking about them. But they have righted the ship, which is yeah. which is fine. So Philadelphia, Cubs, Arizona, in that order. And then you've got, uh, doesn't matter what, what else you have. San Francisco right. out, Cincinnati <laughs> out, Miami, their lack of offense is going to kill them, even though Sandy Alcantara is another guy what we could have talked about that's hot. But uh, – one guy in the regular season pitching is not going to get it done for you. Yeah, of those teams, the worst run differential is the Marlins, followed by the Reds. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that one shakes out. But again, other than the Phillies, I don't think any of those teams are contenders. Um, no. The Phillies have too much talent to count out. I think it's a four-team race in the National League for who takes it home. I think the Braves are still clearly the best team. The Dodgers are good. Uh, right. and Milwaukee and Philadelphia can be good, but you never know what you're going to get with them night in and night out. Right. And I, I just kind of worry that maybe the Dodgers are peaking a little early is my concern with them. Great point. So we'll see what happens because, uh, their pitching has come around. Julio Arias, which was an absolute yep. mess, has, has pitched well. And, uh, 
Yep, you agree with me, Kat? See, she agrees <laughs> with me right there. And so uh, their rotation, except for Tony Gonzalez, who went on the DL or IL, I'm sorry. So if you happen to have Tony Gonzalez on, on your fantasy team, we're getting a little ahead of myself. You have to why are you doing that? <laughs> and so uh, so there you have But besides him, their pitching's coming around. And Lance Lynn, as we talked last week, still I wasn't big on him, but he's he's pitched well. And, it's uh, almost uh, like a change of scenery for Lance Lynn paid off. And, uh, and I, he was a guy that when that happened, I thought that him and Tim Anderson were going to benefit the most from the White Sox players getting out of Chicago. Tim Anderson did not get out of Chicago yeah. and he still stinks. Um, but Lance Lynn did, and he got put in a great situation and a great spot. And it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Cause there was another pitcher who turned down a trade to the Dodgers. And it makes you wonder if he's kicking himself right now. Who was that? Um, Oh no! Was it a Cleveland Cleveland pitcher? I think so. Oh man, I can't believe I'm that, forgetting that. Yeah, that's something I'll have to look into. It may have been but a Cardinals pitcher. I I, I honestly don't remember. I remember hearing that. Yeah, but I don't remember who it was exactly. Oh no! And the if one you're listening and comment, tell not, us who it was. Yeah, the one that did not benefit at all because I thought Dylan Cease was also ticketed out of town. And I think a chain of scenery would have done wonders for him. Didn't happen. And so if you're thinking that he's going to anchor your rotation, might want to think again because it's just not happening. Uh, yes. All right. So let's get on with our uh, last segment of the day. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez from the Detroit Tigers is who it was. Uh, Eduardo That's Rodriguez, right. Right. he okay. declined. That's right the Dodgers. Uh, that's crazy. He's got to be kicking himself. Anyways, let's get on to the last segment, Fantasy Focus. Our Fantasy Focus segment is presented by BellyUpFantasySports.com, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy sports. You're going to get advice, opinions, and rankings. Everything is there, NFL, NBA, NHL, and of course, it's where you find all of Kevin Wilson's articles and Major League Baseball fantasy articles as well. Go to bellyupfantasysports.com and tell them Vincent Kev sent you. You won't be able to. There's no way to do that. But just say it into your computer and they'll understand. Uh, all right. Let's get into our fantasy focus, our ads and drops segment today. And you already told me you're going to steal some of my guys. So let's get into it. Starting off, I'll be honest with you. I had a hard time finding drops. Uh, not to say there aren't guys you could drop. That's but right. to me, it's a, it was a little harder this week, and uh, so I got two. But anyway, so let's go to ads first. Okay. Who do we need to add this week? Who we need to add is a guy. And, do your um, Detroit gonna, guy first. My non-Tiger, so you no, can no, grab him. No, no, do your Detroit guy first. Well, all right. So <laughs> the first guy that uh, you need to talk about when you're talking about Detroit is Kerry Carpenter. Ah, you Outfield did it. DH at 23 percent rostered and um he uh slowed down a little bit towards the end of the week but uh still he has three home runs this week and um he uh, has hits in four out of five games this week he has five positive fantasy points he scored runs in four out of five games and so uh hitting 281 in the season 17 homers 46 rbis and 181 fantasy points and so uh He's a guy that's going to be in their lineup, and uh, 
unlike pitchers, young hitters will be in a lineup throughout the season. So he's a guy that um, I'm just, he's owned by you. Yes. So that's why you were probably going to go there. And yes. um, so, but uh, 23% rostered. I guess that's because he's a Detroit Tiger, I suppose. Yeah. That should be way higher than that. Um, I know he's just outfield DH, but still, he needs to be higher than 23% roster. He scored runs in 11 of the last 13 games. Um, he has zero negative points. He had one game with zero, zero right. points on the 18th against Cleveland. Uh, two double-digit points in that stretch as well. A home run in back-to-back games this weekend. Uh, Kerry Carpenter, he needs to be on rosters everywhere right now. He's putting up points there. He should not be unrostered in any league, unless you're in an eight man league, a 10, 12, 14 man league. Kerry Carpenter needs to be on rosters right now. Um, and I'll tell you what, I brought him in August the 11th and added him to my roster and, uh, he has paid off wonderfully for me. So I'm on board with Kerry Carpenter. Let me give you a guy in Tampa who's only owned in 0.6% of leagues. That's right, 0.6% of leagues. Oslavis Basabi. That's right, I looked up how to say his name and everything. Oslavis Basabi, he's a third baseman. Yeah, third baseman in Tampa. He got called up on the 12th. The Wander Franco stuff is one of the reasons why he was called up. Uh, Since being called up on the 12th, he's batting 286, four RBIs, three doubles, 15 fantasy points. In that time frame as well. He has an everyday job in Tampa unless Wander Franco returns. And uh and he's doing solid. So he is he is available. Um, I picked him up in a league, not our league, um, because I didn't need third baseman in our league, but uh, yeah, I did pick him I up in either. another league. Oslavis Basabi, like wasabi with a B. Uh Oslavis Basabi is available. Go get him. He's gonna be putting up points for you here in this stretch run. Okay, so. Uh, I'm going to add a picture here, and uh, I just sit there and bashed on the San Diego Padres, but uh, there is one guy, and he's at 20.7% rostered, and that's Seth Lugo. Okay. And, um, and so he had one negative start against the Dodgers, which you can go ahead and, and just chalk that away. But besides that, six innings, two runs, six hits. Seven innings, two runs, three hits. Seven innings, two runs, five hits. Five innings, two runs, six hits. Six innings, no runs, five hits. And uh, fantasy points, 20, 20, 21, 10, 20. And I'm like, I'm throwing out the Dodgers because they rough everybody up. And so, uh, and he starts Wednesday against the Miami Marlins. And uh, that is if their stadium's not uh, completely waterlogged by then. <laughs> but uh, so at 20, 20% rostered, you need a pitcher, and uh, he's got a solid matchup coming up. Steph Lugo is a guy. Go and get him. All right, I got a pitcher for you this week, and it's only for this week. Uh, I see him as a streaming kind of pitcher, and it's for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Brandon Fott, uh, spelled P-F-A-A-D-T. Okay. Um, in two of his last four games, he has seven innings pitched, seven-plus strikeouts, and his matchup this week is Thursday against Cincinnati. And uh, I like the matchup. I like kind of what he's been doing as of late. Uh, he's only got 82 fantasy points on the season. And he had some bad stretches and different things. 
but his last outing was against San Diego, went seven innings, five strikeouts, 23 total points. Uh, a little while back, he went against San Francisco, seven innings, seven strikeouts, 20 fantasy points. I like the matchup. I think he's a streamer this week. Brandon Fott uh, for Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay, so I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh-oh. But um, I have a, a pitcher who is 3.2% rostered, pitching for the absolute dregs of baseball of the Oakland Athletics. And uh, he's a streamer tomorrow, and I'm only guaranteeing tomorrow. That's it. All right. And he pitches against the Kansas City Royals in that gargantuan stadium they have in Oakland. <laughs> All right. And um, out of his four, three out of his last four starts, San Francisco, no runs, two hits, struck out seven, walked three. And then uh, before that, at Colorado, no less, six innings, two runs, nine hits, struck out seven, walked none. He got kind of beat up by the Washington Nationals. But then he pitched at St. Louis, no runs, six hits, and seven innings, eight strikeouts, one walk. So out of three out of the last four starts, he has 20, 21, and 28 fantasy points. And going up against Kansas City in that – I've been there. I know how gargantuan that stadium is, how big their foul territory is. And so generally we run as far as we can from any Oakland A's pitchers <laughs> or hitters. But right. in this case, going up against Kansas City, stream him tomorrow and then drop him about two seconds after the game begins and get yourself another pitcher. But uh, I like the matchup a lot for tomorrow. So if you need any pitching help tomorrow, go get them. I have actually been streaming A's pitchers as of late. Um, okay. It's been matchup dependent, uh, of right. course. But there there have been a few here recently where I'm like, you know what? I can throw him in there. And not in our league, granted. It's in a categories league that I'm in. Um, but I've been paying attention to them. They've, they've actually been doing okay. And uh, they may not get you to win, but they're only going to give up three runs, and uh, they're not going to kill you there. And I don't know; it's it's actually been working out okay. Uh, last guy I've got to add this week. We've talked about him before. He's uh, drafted by the Milwaukee Brewers, traded to San Francisco, and now ends up in Houston. He has recently won the starting center field job in Houston, and that's Mauricio okay. Dubon, only owned. Okay. And 9.9% of leagues. Good. Uh, very good. All right. Let me tell you about him. 9.9% okay, of leagues. He's batting 368 in the last week uh, versus Miami. Had a seven points in the series versus Seattle, 11 points in the series. He's also eligible at shortstop and second base along with outfield. And I've always loved Mauricio. Again, he was a brewer. He was one of the top prospects in the Brewers organization before he got moved to San Francisco. I'm trying to remember who they traded to get him. But, anyways, he ended up in San Francisco, and then from there, uh, now on to Houston. And like I said, he's he's been kind of the utility guy, but he stole the outfielder job, uh, taking over for Jake Myers, and uh, looks like he's going to be an everyday player in Houston here moving on through. Incredibly athletic, six stolen bases on the year, six home runs, 31 RBIs, and his fantasy value has gone up in the last week and uh, worth having on your team, especially if you need a guy that you can move around a little bit. I, I agree with that because he has all that multi-positional uh, capabilities. Yeah. So you can plug him into a lot of places. All right. Are we ready for drops? I'm ready for drops. All right. Let's go. Who you got? Drops. Okay. So I have been banging on this guy 
for weeks now. And um, but he's still at 50 percent rostered. And it's got to be still because of name recognition, because he has stunk up the world over the, for quite a while now. And that's Giancarlo Stanton. Him and the entire Yankees, I'm, I'm more than happy to bash on the Yankees. More than happy. <laughs> but uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Okay, so here's what he's done. 0 for 2, no points. 0 for 2, 1 point. 0 for 3, no point. 1 for 4, Negative one point, which means he had two strikeouts. 0 for 3, negative two points, strikeouts. 0 for 1, no points. So that's 0, 1, 0, 1, uh, 0, uh, negative 1, negative 2, 0. How is a guy that gives you that kind of production at 50% roster is just mind-boggling to me. And uh, he has not been the player he was a few years ago. It, it's just not nothing new this year. So – don't let Giancarlo Stanton ground your postseason hopes because you're waiting for him to come around. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, so I'm in another league. I had Sal Freelich, who I really like from Milwaukee. He got hurt, hurt his hamstring. He's going to be out for a couple of games. So I needed to go get an outfielder. And I went on the waiver wire, and at the top of the list was Giancarlo Stanton. And I'm like, interesting. So I click on him to see how he's done. And I immediately went, never mind, closed that out and went on to the next guy. And uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's not going to do anything for you right now. Um, so unless you're playing me, get rid of Giancarlo Stanton. If you're playing me, pick him up. Uh, but if you're playing anybody else, uh, get rid of him for sure. I like that. Yeah, I like don't, that. Yeah, if you're playing me, you go ahead and pick him up as well. But uh, <laughs> I certainly don't recommend it. All right, so you got a guy at 50% owned. I'm dropping a guy at 76.9% owned. Okay, hold on. And this on. is the guy that Kevin has mentioned before. Uh, but Matt Chapman for Toronto, third baseman. Okay. He's had three straight negative games this week versus Cincinnati. Um, three positive games in 11 outings. That's a problem. It's going to kill you. It's not worth it. Matt Chapman is not going to come alive and all of a sudden win you a fantasy league. It's okay to let him go and move on and find yourself a third baseman who's producing. Listen, I like Matt Chapman. I've had him in my leagues in I've the past. Yeah, and there's to me, he's been undervalued the last year especially, but this year he just has not done it. It's time to let him go. It's time to move on. Find somebody else for this final stretch run. Okay, so when you mentioned 70-some percent, I thought, oh, man. You're still in my guy, but you did oh, not. Okay. The guy that I have is at 76.7% rostered. And uh, pitching for the Miami Marlins, we mentioned that they need all the pitching they can get. Yeah. Zeus Lazardo is not providing that. And so yeah. uh, let's take a look at this. Over his last four starts, four and two-thirds, four runs, seven hits. Five and a third, four runs, six hits. Three and a third against the Yankees, who – they're sorry. We just talked about that. He gave up seven runs on nine hits. That's one week of runs for the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. And then he pitched against Houston in three and two-thirds innings, five runs, eight hits. So in his last four starts, he's given you three, seven, negative 10, and negative seven. It's time to cut the ties with this guy, especially if you're really in playoff contention. You don't need this guy on your pitching staff anyway, shape or form. And to, on Tuesday, he goes and faces those San Diego Padres, even though they are disappointment, they're hitters. 
I, I don't want to go up against the Padres on the road. <laughs> so Jesus yeah. Lazardo to me has to go. Listen, I talked to a Marlins fan this morning at church and he was busting on Lazardo. If a Marlins fan's <laughs> busting on a Marlins <laughs> player, you know it's time to let go. Uh, right. they are they're a little defensive of their players, but no, he said Lazardo's killing us. Um, I'm gonna go with another former brewer uh who won the starting shortstop job in Atlanta to start the season, had a great start to the season, got injured, and has been up and down, and recently he's been more down than up. Orlando Arcia, he's not owning a ton of leagues anymore. I think it's 33%. Uh, but zero points in nine of his last 13 games, plus a negative one in, in that stretch as well. So zero or worse in 10 of the last 13 games. There are shortstops out there. There are guys eligible at shortstop. Go find you one. Arcia shouldn't be on your roster anymore. Even though the Braves are very, very good, Arcia is killing you in fantasy baseball. Go out, get somebody different. And as you'll recall, I wrote an article way back at the beginning of July, right before the All-Star break. Yeah. And, and he was on the All-Star team, amazingly enough. And I said, hey, if you can use his name and as an all-star and trade him for something, do it. So, okay, yeah. so throw a little bit right there. And so hopefully if you follow that advice, you traded him. But, uh, yeah, because at- Atlanta, it should everything should be gold there, but he's not. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, as good as they are, let's face it, baseball is not built to have nine solid offensive players. You're all that's a reason why he bats ninth. Like it's there's a reason for it. Right. And uh you want guys that bat, in my opinion, you want guys that bat in the top five in the order. You can live with a guy that's six, seven, but if you get a guy that's batting ninth, in most cases, you're wasting he your time. He doesn't give you enough at bats to begin with. Right. Even if he was hitting. So right. yeah, I'm with you hundred percent on that. All right, you got uh, anybody else? Because I'm on all out of drops. Okay, I've got one more, and it's the same drop as I had a year uh, last week. Okay, and um, because I said you want nothing to do with him going up against the Atlanta Braves, which hopefully you listen to that because uh, five and two thirds innings, four runs, eight hits, no fantasy points. Before that, he had negative six, before that, he had six, and um, I'm talking about Alex Cobb of the San Francisco Giants. A pitcher that I had on my roster, which was I had every reason to do that because he had 23 points, but he pitched against the Oakland A's. All right. <laughs> so he's not pitching against the Oakland A's anymore. In fact, on Wednesday, he pitches against the Phillies in Philadelphia. This 54.2% roster has to end. That's way too high for a pitcher of his caliber. He's not delivering the results. So be like me. If you haven't dropped him, because I did it over a week ago, but be like me and find yourself another pitcher. He's out there. Can I say this? If you have a pitcher that pitches a no-hitter, be prepared to be disappointed the next start. (laughs) Michael Lorenzen, negative points. I'm not dropping the guy, but negative points. I got him in two leagues. Ouch. I've got him in one, and I'm not dropping him either. No, And he's not like uh, some of these other guys – you know, because last week I recommended dropping Reed Detmers. All he did was pitch a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Yeah, yeah. I almost put him as my ad this week just to, just to play on you, but I okay. don't expect him to be good. So, no, <laughs> it's like, you know, Herman pitched the uh, 
perfect game. Yeah. And I said right yeah. after that, don't, yeah. don't, don't be well, you know, thinking that he's going to be this, you know, anywhere near this good. And he has not been. And he's not even on the roster now. You know, so Lorenz and Woody pitch. Uh, I think Lorenzen pitched 124 pitches in that no hitter. Right. And so that's you got to right. know, coming into the next game, he's he's gonna be tired. Even still. though they gave him eight days off in between starts. Yeah, yeah. he'll be back to normal. He won't get another yeah. no hitter, but he'll be back to normal next week. He'll be just fine. That's uh, right. Moving forward. All right, uh, BellyUpFantasySports.com. What are we expecting to see this week, Kevin? Well, uh, there's an article out already. That we're talking about the postseason. Well, I've got an article about postseason pickups, and these are not the guys that uh, I talked about today. There are other guys out there, and so you want to get over to the Belly Up uh, Fantasy side and read that article and um, and and make some moves right there. And um, so that's there on Fat Belly Up Fantasy. And uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, Chase and I did a show this morning on football, Fantasy Football Live. We talked about a lot of different things. Football, there's lots of things happening, so check that out. And uh, Belly Up Fantasy is the place you want to be for your fantasy news and sport. You know, just get over there. Uh, like I said, I've got a football article coming out on the Packers 53-man roster on BellyUpSports.com. Got the fantasy, not the fantasy, but the Major League Baseball power rankings will come out Monday or Tuesday, again, on BellyUpSports.com. Uh, then my show Wednesday night will be live. Me and Dad, we're talking the NFL North divisions. We'll be previewing both the AFC and NFC North divisions, as well as ranking our top 10 fantasy-wide receivers and giving you a sleeper and bust there. We went to the running backs last week, so you can go back and listen to that. We also did the East Divisions last week, too, and we'll continue with that as well. And then on, well, I don't know what day yet. The plan is Thursday night. We're going to see how the schedule work out, works out, but EKU head football coach Walt Wills will be joining us this week, as well as possibly the long snapper, Jonathan Duff. Uh, we don't talk to a lot of long snappers. So uh, me and Ryan Jackson will have the Sports Stove local hour for you this week as well so lots of stuff going on there uh real quick uh it looks like our league is coming down to it we know for the most part what's sitting there um right now it looks like uh kevin's going to end the season as the one seed i look to be entering the playoffs as the four seed we only have four teams that make it in uh chase thornton has been on fire my dad uh, who started off the season so well I just needed him to get one win. He couldn't do it this week. Uh, he got beat by Chase. But Dad, Chase, me, and Kevin look to be in. I've got to win one of the next two weeks, which should not be a problem, and that'll lock up my playoff spot. The other the other guys are all locked in. So um, we're coming down to it. It's going to be a fun fun conversation to have as we get into the playoffs and That's see right. what the matchup is. Right now, me and Kevin are headed head for each other in the fantasy playoffs, so we'll give you a good breakdown of that matchup. It'll be a good good time. At least we don't have to worry about Mr. Dan D'Amico because that's he right. is reigning out. champ, eliminated I by Kevin. Down, so he, yep, that's right. He will he squeaked not it out, though. He, he didn't let you go easily. Championship. Yeah, he, no, he didn't he let didn't. you go easily. All so, right. Playoffs, it's going to be exciting. So you definitely want to stay tuned that's to this right. very program. Yes, indeed. All right, that's all we got for today. Follow us on social media. Kevin is on Twitter at Kevin62WILSEA. 
I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Sports Stove. You can find me there. Uh, make sure you visit RighteousFelon.com. Get yourself some jerky. Use pro, como, pro, blah, 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 promo code BELLYUP to get 15% off your purchase. And, of course, visit BellyUpFantasySports.com for your fantasy needs as well. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's edition of the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.